fam. This is Rebecca Gully, and you're listening to She Went. This is a podcast for women who are looking to go deeper in their relationship with God, activate their calling, and live life to their fullest potential. If you've ever felt alone in your walk with God, then you're in the right place. We are a community of women who are strong in our faith, submitted to the Spirit, and desperate to know God more. Let it be said of you that when God called, she went. Hey fam, once again, I'm Rebecca Gully, and I am the host of the She Went podcast and the founder of the community of She Went, which is a group of women who encourage one another, who push each other to reach our fullest spiritual potential. So just a little background on myself and how this project came to fruition. I grew up as a PK. My dad began pastoring two years before I was ever born, so I never knew life not in ministry. My parents still pastor to this day. I grew up serving in the kingdom to every capacity. I remember cleaning toilets on my birthday because we had a big service coming up. I remember doing giving up vacation time because somebody was sick in the hospital and we had to come home and pray for them or come home to do a funeral because somebody passed away. I remember supposed to be having time with my family, but it was interrupted by the needs of someone else. And honestly, I know that some people have had experiences where they get resentful of it, but my parents were really good about keeping a positive attitude. And I thought that they felt blessed to serve. So it made me also feel that feeling of being blessed to serve. So I had a great experience as being a pastor's kid, but I had to be called of ministry on my own. Just like you have to come to truth on your own, whether you were raised in a pastor's home, whether you were raised in a different religion and then you came into a new religion, whether you are still making the decision of what you believe right now, everybody has to come to the revelation of truth all on their own. Even if you were taught truth as a child, you still have to come to believe it for yourself. You still have to line up the word and your belief systems and make sure that this is what you are supposed to be doing. And I believe the same is called to ministry. I don't think just because your parents are in ministry that you're called to ministry, because I don't think if your parents weren't in ministry that you're not called to ministry. I think it's an individual process. So even though I was raised in a family of ministry, I still had to go through my own process of accepting the call of God. And we all do. We all have to fight that voice of comparison that says, well, somebody else could do it better and somebody else is actually called and you're not because you're not as good as this person in this capacity. But here's the thing. Only you can minister to some people. God has put me in line in Starbucks to people that only I could have connected with on that day. God has put me in classrooms where I taught kids who I was the only teacher in that building that would have shown them mercy and grace and love that they were not getting anywhere else. God doesn't call you because you are awesome. Even though I I know, I know you're awesome. You don't even have to tell me. I just know. I know you're awesome. But God doesn't just call you because you're awesome. He calls you because you're 
available. And He calls you because you have allowed yourself to be consecrated and to be willing to be used of Him. So whenever God created you, like in Jeremiah, before you were in your mother's womb, I formed you and I appointed you to be a prophet among nations. Before you were even born, God put purpose in you. I think it's so interesting how we go through our whole adolescence and even young adult years looking for our purpose and looking for our purpose. And we try, you know, there's that whole thing. I'm not sure if people still say it, but when I was growing up, people just needed to like find themselves. Well, I'm going to go to this college. I'm going to try to find myself and I'm going to try to go on this road trip for three weeks to find myself. And people would go through all of these extra measures to try to find out their purpose when your purpose was already put in you. The way you unlock your purpose inside of you is through consecration. God puts something deep inside of you, but you have the carnal man and the nature of sin, and you have choices maybe that you made that you feel shame and regret, and you have calluses that have built up, and you have all of these things between your present reality and the purpose that was born inside of you. So if you want to find your purpose, you're not going to find it looking somewhere on the outside. You're going to find it through consecration and peeling back those layers of carnality that have covered up your purpose. If you will consecrate yourself and cut out, go on a spiritual diet and cut out all of the junk, you will find your purpose and you will be able to see God activating your calling. And some things in your life will start making sense. A lot of times we go through some trials and we're like, Jesus, like, I thought you loved me. Why'd you let me go through that? But if you know that your purpose is to help people, you can look back at situations and be like, oh, yeah, I see God's hand in that now because I've dug down and I have found my purpose. Purpose is always paired with process. So when you dig down and you finally get to that root of this is what I was made for, this is what I was called to do. Here's the beautiful, beautiful thing. And I love this. It's that no matter what that purpose is, it's not about you. (gasps) gasp of surprise. It's not about you. It's always about others. You were created to worship God, to love God, to have time with Him, to have relationship with Him. He created you to be with Him because He loves you. But your purpose is to help others come to know Jesus just like you know him. And that's why God makes us go through the process to carve out the sin, to carve out distractions, to cut away at pride, to cut away at all those things that are carnal about you. And so you're like, okay, my purpose is for others, but what is it specifically? I don't know. I don't know and what vehicle or what capacity you are going to bring others to the knowledge of God. But that's your journey. That's your process for you to cut out all of those things that come between you and God so you can get to it. And in that process, he removes you out of the equation. So when you finally find what it is, you are free to serve others. I've seen people that served God for their own reasons and their own motives. And like the Bible says, pride comes before the fall. It's so dangerous to serve God with motives of lifting yourself up. You are never more like the enemy than when you try to elevate yourself. 
only God can elevate you. If you elevate yourself, you will surely fall and your heart's not right because it's not about you. All of this is about others. When we write books, it's to help others know God more. When we are to do podcasts, it's to help others know God more. And the greatest struggle for us after finding our purpose is knowing that we're able to do it. God told me to start this podcast many years ago, but I did not want to. <laughs> and I'm, I know that sounds funny, but I'm just being real with you guys. I didn't want to because nobody likes to hear their voice. I don't care who you are. My husband has an amazing voice and he like he has the preacher like raw voice. But even he sometimes when he's listening to himself, it's like my, your own voice just doesn't sound good to your ears. And I thought, God, I just don't have anything to give people. Like, what am I going to say that they don't already know? What am I going to tell people that they can't find somewhere else? And this is what a lot of us do. We start telling God, well, what do I have to give? How am I going to teach this class when other people are so much more equipped for it? But we have all fallen short of the glory of God. So God chooses to use you in those capacities because you realize how much you don't know. So I can tell you confidently, very, very confidently, anything that you hear on this podcast that is good did not come from the mind of Rebecca Gully. It came from the mind of God because I know myself and I am goofy. I am silly. And my recall is terrible when I try to recall memories or scriptures. My recall is terrible. It's something that I'm praying about and working on. But I can feel when a word is flowing out of me that it's not me. That's God taking over and me availing myself to him. And I tell you that because I want you to know when you have an opportunity to step into a role of teaching a Bible study or teaching a Sunday school class or talking to somebody in Walmart or Target about this gospel, you don't have to be qualified. That's one of our biggest stumbling blocks. We look at people, we look at these 90 second clips on Instagram and we're like, wow, they preached the house down or they sang the house down and we don't see the rest of the big picture. And you are living in the big picture. It's not about 90 seconds of fame and making a 90 second quote. This is about getting people to heaven. Don't put the pressure on yourself to do something so awesome that somebody will take a reel of it and post it on Instagram so you can get Instagram famous. Let God have all of the glory and realize, you know what? I may not be that person that gets recognized on social media, but I'm that person that just witnessed to that woman in line at Starbucks that nobody else would have. You're not going to make a reel of that. That's 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 what's real. That's the kingdom work. Take the pressure off of yourself to have to do this great, mighty, awesome thing. You just have to be available. And the Lord spoke to me this year um, three different ways and confirmed that I was supposed to start this podcast. I had some amazing excuses. When I tell you I had a list a mile long and I was like, Jesus, there's so many other people that have like good, like smooth podcasty voices. You know what I'm saying? I know you've heard them. But I'm like, that's not me. Like, I'm goofy. My voice fluctuates. I'm using my hands and no one can even see it. But God 
told me to do this for a reason. And just, and I don't know what it is, but I'm going to trust the process and go with it. And that's what I encourage you to do. Just as I'm taking this step and I'm trying to pour into somebody, I want you to take a step for you to pour into somebody and say, God, I know I'm not qualified, but that's why you're going to get the glory. Because if I were so smart and I had all the answers, I wouldn't even rely on you. But since I don't have these things it has to be you. You've got to, you guys have, y'all ever prayed that prayer? Like, Jesus, you've got to have my back right now because this is something I'm so unqualified for. I pray that all the time, almost every week when I'm teaching like either our student class or our hyphen class, I'm like, Jesus, I don't feel like I have anything but a few life experiences to give to these, these kids and these young adults. But I know that you can mix the things that I have been through a process with and my consecration with your glory. And you can make something so beautiful that I never could have made. And this brings me to the whole vision of she went. Here's how the scripture goes. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. A lot of times we say, yes, yes, God, of course I'll go. I'll go anywhere you tell me to. I'll do anything you tell me to. But then when it comes time for action, we step back and we say, oh, you know, I just wait till I'm married. Wait till I have kids. Wait till I'm done with college, because then when I get my degree, you can really, really use me. And all of those things are wonderful. But God is looking at you saying, just go. Just be active now. Be activated now. You can be going through the process and be helping people along the way. You don't have to wait until you are perfect and have everything together to be used of God. Because my friend, look, I, I'm i sure that you were awesome and amazing and beautiful, but you were never going to have all the answers and you were never going to get to the place where you have arrived on this earth. You are going to be in process from the day you're born until the day that you go into heaven. So you have no other choice if you're going to be in ministry, if you're going to serve people and help people, then you're going to have to do it while you're in the process. I want us to cut out all of the excuses. I want us to cut out all of the reasons we're not qualified, all of the reasons that we shouldn't do it, all of the reasons it's not the right time. And when God calls that your answer is not a noun, but a verb, she went. She started the Bible study. She started the club. She talked to people about Jesus. She started the podcast. She started the blog. She wrote a book. She taught youth class. I want your answer to be an action because we can go and say, yes, Lord, and wait years and years and years before we actually put boots to the ground and get busy doing our calling. So I want it to be said of you that when God called, she went. I'm very excited to go on this process and this journey alongside you. If you'll go to our website, www.shewent.net, you'll see books, Bible studies, resources, ways to get connected to other people in the She Went community. And we are going to join together to encourage one another to help each other through this journey of life. 
This is Rebecca Gully. Thank you for listening to the She Went Podcast.